Association's Patients Come First podcast series, which can be heard on bhha.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get podcasts. We're a member of the Public Health Podcast Network, the Virginia Audio Collective, the Independent Podcast Network, and the Family Podcast Network. And we're on the radio each Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on 100.5 FM, 92.7 FM, 107.7 FM, and 8.20 a.m. across Central Virginia, and 16.50 a.m. in Hampton Roads, and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. on 93.9 FM in Richmond. Please send any questions, comments, or feedback to pcfpodcast at vhha.com. That's pcfpodcast at vhha.com. I'm Selena Laura with VHHA, and today we're excited to be joined by Russell Kasava, the founder and CEO of Little Bricks Charity, for a conversation about the work of his charity, his Guinness World Records, and more. With that, welcome to the program, Russell. Thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me, guys. This is awesome. So, for a bit of context to our listeners, we invited Russell to be on our show after reading an article about his organization, Little Bricks Charity, donating 240 Lego sets to patients at UVA Children's Hospital. The mission of the organization is to build big smiles on children who truly deserve to smile when they need it the most. Little Bricks does this by providing Lego sets to children. With that background, Russell, could you tell us about the inspiration behind Little Bricks Charity and how it's grown since you got started a few years ago? Well, you know, I really do think of my work as my purpose in my life. And everything I've done in my life professionally has led me to this point. And it all began, though, about four years ago when my daughter and I, uh, we ran a podcast or like a a streaming that uh, we would kind of bring Lego news to everybody through Facebook. And she was four years old at the time, and we used to have so much fun. And a story came across my desk of a nonprofit like ours based out of the UK that had 2,000 Lego sets stolen from their delivery van just before Christmas. And my daughter, who was four at the time, said, uh, Daddy, uh, we have to do something. And my community came up with breaking our first world record. And ever since breaking that first world record, my life has just dramatically changed in just profound ways. It's been so amazing. Awesome. Thank you. And that kind of ties into my next question. Um, So in researching for this episode, I saw that you are a three-time Guinness World Record holder for walking on Legos barefoot, uh, which any, I guess any parent with children who leave Legos strewn across the floor knows is a painful experience. Could you take us about behind the curtain and tell us about the records and how you built up the foot endurance and pain tolerance to achieve them? <laughs> yeah, so it, it's not something you really train for. You know, it really is something that you just go out and do. And every time I mention that to someone, it, it kind of catches them off guard for a second. You know, it's a very unusual thing to have a world record for. But then you can instantly see the pain entering into their brain, like having flashbacks of stepping on a Lego at some point. So, you know, I tell everybody, though, it was a little bit of pain to bring a lot of joy. Uh, when we started that out, I actually went 120 feet. And that was the beginning and end of my daughter's school. We went in the front door and out the back door of her school at the time. And then about three months later, Dude Perfect, actually uh, the Lego stars, they took over our record and they went 150 feet. And then literally a few weeks later, Lego took it. And a couple months after that, I went to a Lego convention to meet all of my followers and just have a great time and showcase the world record. 
And BrickFest Live surprised me. And they were like, hey, we, we have Guinness here. We've got a brick pass. We've got it all set up. We want you to take the record back. And I went 2,737 feet at that time. I actually held that record for almost two years. 12 people tried to break that record and no one was successful. And then one of my friends who has, I think he had like 12 or 13 records at the time. He actually was like, I can do this. And he went over 20,000 feet walking on Lego bricks barefoot. And I was like, man, I'm never going to be able to beat that. And he felt bad. He was like, you know what? Why don't we break the team record? So myself and a few other YouTubers got together and we broke the team record. And that's a timed event. So that one we only had one hour to do. And in that hour, the five of us walked 13,200 feet uh, across Lego bricks. So it's one of those things, again, you don't really plan on it. You know, it, every single world record that we've done has just kind of happened very naturally and organically. And I think that is what really attracted my community to it and has helped me build a nation of people that just love and support what I'm trying to do and the people that we're trying to do it for. So we talked about the charity and your record setting. The common denominator here is Legos. For the benefit of our listeners, Lego is a company based in Sweden that dates to the 1930s as a wooden toy maker. The modern Lego building rock or brick traces its origins to 1958. The company is still run by a descendant of the original family that started the company. It's obviously branched out from its origins and now has theme parks, video games, and TV shows inspired by the primary product. Different people enjoy Lego products for different reasons. For you personally, what is the Lego appeal? Um, well, I, I think it's it's this mass appeal. And I don't mean that as in like it appeals to the masses because it does. I mean more there are so many things that appeal to me from Lego bricks. Uh, you know, there's, there's so many different things that I truly enjoy. But at its core, I think it all goes back to childhood. Like anybody who is an adult and still loves Lego, it's that nostalgia. I actually grew up with horrible pain in my legs and, and uh, I was pigeon-toed and I was in and out of doctors all the time. And Lego was always that like go-to. You know, my mom's like, hey, and then we're going to the doctor after we're done, we'll go get a Lego set. So it always put a smile on my face. And then it was kind of rekindled when my daughter was born. I got out my old Lego and I was like, man, this is really cool. And that's when we started streaming my, with uh, her and I. And now it's become something even more powerful for me because now I have that connection with my daughter and, and the smiles and laughs and all the memories that we've made utilizing the Lego brick. And that has morphed once again to, you know, this true appreciation, not for it as a toy, but for its therapeutic abilities. You know, Lego is like the most requested item in the children's hospitals that we go to. And it is for so many reasons. It, it provides this like sense of control in an uncontrollable environment for these kids. And it gives them a voice, a new way to communicate and the ability to like, you know, just transpose themselves into any world that they can think of and build. You know, they can be a pirate on the seven seas or flying a spaceship or a race car or a dog groomer or maybe a doctor. And they can do all of that from the constraints of the hospital bed or hospital room that they're having to go through these um, really tough times in, you know. It really affects the mental health of these kids that really need a good support system behind them while they go through this. 
thank you for sharing. And on behalf of Little Bricks, you've traveled across the country to bring Legos to children. You've amassed a huge following on TikTok with more than 970,000 followers. I have to imagine those experiences, both virtual and in real life, have exposed you to some interesting and memorable people. From that work, can you share any favorite stories or moments with our audience? Oh, of course I can. The stories are endless. So you're absolutely correct. TikTok changed my life. It changed the way we operate Little Bricks. It changed the way we uh, share the stories of these kids. It changed so many things. About a year and a half ago, because of TikTok, I got the courage to quit my job and cash out my retirement and go full time and full bore with Little Bricks Charity. And that was all because In three weeks, my community raised over $43,000 in donations. And we took that money and we loaded it up a, like an RV, a massive RV, filled the back end with Lego. And I traveled the nation for five weeks straight. Uh, We drove almost 8,000 miles. We delivered Lego to 13 children's hospitals. And in the end, we delivered almost $70,000 worth of Lego on that trip. It was such a spectacular adventure because all along the way, crazy things were happening. And my community were the ones who came out. Um, And I don't mean figuratively. I mean, literally, they came out to my aid. Uh, I forgot to bring a hoodie. So I met someone in Colorado who actually created a Little Bricks charity hoodie for me. And I got to eat lunch with them and and enjoy their stories. And then in Utah, the awning on my RV came off while I was driving down the road. Uh, It had dry rotted off of this old RV and it fell off. So uh, another amazing couple, they came out and not only did they help me get everything squared away, but they opened their home and let me stay there. And, And all along the way, every single person that we delivered Lego with continues to be someone from our TikTok community. You know, that's what this is all about. It's about building a community of people who need help and want to help others because they know what it feels like to need the help. And it just, it makes me so proud. I never thought that Little Bricks Charity would become something that it is today. Never. Thank you so much. And for people who want to learn more about Little Bricks Charity or perhaps donate, you can learn more about the organization online at littlebrickscharity.org. And before we wrap up, Russell, it's a tradition on the Patients Come First podcast to ask each guest a pair of personal questions to give listeners a sense of who you are beyond the work you do. To keep things interesting, we've got a list of 10 questions from which you can choose. So please pick two numbers between 1 and 10, and I'll ask you the corresponding questions. Let's go with 1 and 4. Number one, in the hypothetical scenario that you could anticipate your final day on Earth, what would your last meal be? Hmm, that is a very, very good question. I think it would just be like a smorgasbord of food. I don't think the food really matters, though. I think it would be more who it would be with, you know, and I would love to have like a massive buffet with everyone's favorite food. So everyone comes out and hangs out. I like that answer. Okay, number four. Which, if any of the following things, do you consider most plausible? Bigfoot, Yeti, the Loch Ness Monster, the Jersey Devil, or UFOs and aliens? If none of those apply, but you believe in something else along those lines, please share it. Well, I I think two things. One, I definitely think UFOs and aliens. The universe is way too big for there not to be some sort of life somewhere. Now, whether that's a small organism or intelligent life, who knows? But I think there's got to be something out there. But 
Uh, the other thing that I believe in is belief, the, the power of just believing in what you're trying to do and believing in yourself and in others. You know, I think if, if you believe hard enough in something, it definitely increases the chances of success in whatever you're trying to do. So believe in yourself, everyone. And with that, that'll bring us to the close of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you like what you heard, please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. And we want to once again thank our guest, Russell Kasva, for joining us today. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, and if I can just say one more thing, this December 1st, we are launching the Wishlist Wipeout. It is absolutely epic. We have 10,000 Lego sets on an Amazon wish list. We are trying to wipe out the entire list. It will allow us to deliver Lego to 40 children's hospitals. And if anybody would like to grab a Lego set, you can go to wishlistwipeout.com and you can purchase as many Lego sets as you'd like and they all go to a hospitalized child. Awesome. Thank you so much again for um, being a guest on our show. Oh, thank you. This is so cool. I truly appreciate you guys. Thank you.